Welcome to From Realms of Glory, a Christmas audio series tracing promises about the coming of the Messiah until his arrival in Bethlehem of Judea. I'm Dr. J.J. Routley, Professor of Bible and Theology at Emmaus Bible College in Dubuque, Iowa. It's December 20th, and today we arrive at Luke's account of the birth of Christ in Luke chapter 2, verses 1 through 7. This is the quintessential Christmas passage read at every Sunday school Christmas play, which gives us so many of the specific details of the immediate circumstances around Christ's birth. Let's take a look at these verses for a few moments. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration when Quirinius was governor of Syria. And all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth, to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth, and she gave birth to her firstborn son, and wrapped him in swaddling cloths, and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. Luke begins his account of the birth of Messiah proper with several historical indicators. He mentions Caesar Augustus, Quirinius as the governor of Syria, and a census decreed for the entire Roman world. Archaeologists and historians continue to debate the exact date of Christ's birth, but based on these indicators, many would place it somewhere between 6 and 4 BC. Both Augustus and Quirinius are well attested to outside of the biblical text, and Roman censuses or registrations were a regular occurrence in the ancient world. This particular registration that Luke records required the inhabitants of Israel to return to their hometowns or the towns associated with their families, clans, tribes, etc. So Joseph, whom we discussed in Matthew's account on yesterday's podcast, went from Nazareth of Galilee with his betrothed wife Mary to be registered. Mary, of course, is pregnant at this time, so Luke chapter 2 takes place after both angelic announcements of the birth of Christ to his mother and human father. The trip from Nazareth to Bethlehem would have been somewhere around 70 miles or more, depending on what route was chosen. Very likely, Mary and Joseph traveled from Galilee down in elevation to the Jordan Rift Valley and then followed the Jordan River south toward the city of Jericho. From Jericho, they would have climbed the mountains up to Jerusalem and then traveled a few miles south down to Bethlehem. While the couple was in Bethlehem, Mary reached her nine months of pregnancy, and the time came for the baby Jesus to be born. Luke records that Mary gave birth to her firstborn son, again emphasizing her youth and virginity. She wrapped the baby in swaddling cloths and laid him in the manger, because there was no room for him in the inn. In the first century, as in Old Testament times, the typical Israelite house was only one story, often called a four-room house because of the three front parallel rooms separated by pillars or columns that supported the room, and the one long room set perpendicular to the three front areas. Some houses would have an upper room on a second floor, and these areas would usually be the family's living quarters, the area where they would sleep. The animals that the family owned would often be housed in the lower area, sometimes in the stables of the front rooms of that house. Whether Joseph's relatives had a one- or two-story home 
very likely the census eliminated the possibility that there was any room in the sleeping quarters, and so they were forced to sleep in the front rooms with the animals, which explains why Jesus was laid in an animal feeding trough. Now, alternatively, early church tradition has the birth of Jesus in a cave on the outskirts of the city. Whatever the original situation actually was, the focus of the author is on the humble beginnings of the Messiah. Remember, this is the long-awaited serpent-crushing seed of the woman from Genesis chapter 3, the promised seed of Abraham from Genesis 12 and 17, the one who would hold the scepter from the tribe of Judah, Balaam's star from Jacob. This is the Davidic king who was to sit on the throne of his father and reign over the house of Israel forever. And rather than being birthed in royalty and luxury, his entrance into our world occurred in a manger? Why would the eternal God stoop down to such a low and insignificant place as to be born in obscurity? The answer lies in the purpose of the Christ, the mission of the Messiah, to seek and save those lost in sin as the servant of all. The Apostle Paul put it this way in Philippians chapter 2, verses 5 through 11. Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men. Jesus became the servant of all through his incarnation, and throughout his life demonstrated what a life poured out for others looks like. Paul says, And being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. The Messiah would first suffer, taking on himself the sins of the entire world. But after his suffering, there would be great glory to follow. Paul concludes this section by saying, Therefore God has highly exalted him, and bestowed on him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. One day the baby of Bethlehem, born in obscurity, will be the name above all names, to whom every knee will bow and every tongue will confess his kingdom and his deity. Based originally on an 1868 text written by Phillips Brooks, the Christmas hymn, O Little Town of Bethlehem, speaks of the wonder that the tiny town of Bethlehem housed the everlasting Lord. Listen to the words of the first verse of this hymn. O little town of Bethlehem, how still we see thee lie. Above thy deep and dreamless sleep the silent stars go by. Yet in thy dark streets shineth the everlasting light. The hopes and fears of all the years are met in thee tonight. Thank you for joining us for this episode of From Realms of Glory, a Christmas podcast. For more information about Emmaus Bible College, please visit Emmaus.edu. Don't forget to leave us a strong review wherever you listen to podcasts and share the podcast with friends and family members. Tomorrow we will try to answer the question of why the birth of Jesus is good news.